of drilling, perhaps, that was resonating off the bus stop, uh, the tram stop, actually. And we, it, it sounded like the noise from this film we saw last night, The Zone of Interest. Then I started talking about how the film had these elements that made... I don't know. I can't even remember. What did I say? Uh, you said that made it feel like that there was another world happening. I think when I first talked about it, I was talking about like making you, like jolting you out of the time of the film and into the present. They're like quite like. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like contemporary <laughs> bursts. Yeah, it kind of like it's obviously it's a period piece in the World War Two uh, set next to Auschwitz or at Auschwitz, and then there kept being moments where it sort of came out of that world through the sort of filmmaking techniques, and it made it f- kind of remind you, like, oh yeah, this is the same timeline that like led to today. In a way, it kind of put it in the real world a bit, like which is the now world, mm-hmm. uh, using kind of modern techniques. This mix of like modern filmmaking and, and nah, but that's the tram to the other way. Uh, then I was no, saying, no, no, the noise. oh, that's the noise. Hopefully you can hear that noise. The music was very good in the film. And then I said that you can't... I, I think I said that part of the film was nice, but then it's like... There were nice touches. We said there's nice touches in the film, but you then it always seems wrong or like the wrong choice of words to say when it's a film about the Holocaust or like something that's so... Uh, I guess about these uh, grim acts of uh, of uh, crimes against humanity and things like that, you know, it's like you can't describe that as nice I'm not describing that as nice, but then even the thing that's about that can't be nice we said you have to say effective, Jamie said effective so anyway now we're going to exhibitions at school and at Tent House, correct? Nods. And we'll speak to you later. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> we're at we're at an exhibition. There's like a performance, but they locked the doors because we were to anyone that was late. So we we're just outside. This is what you can hear. Obviously, just as I held the recorder up to the window, they stopped making any noise. <laughs> but, uh, oh, here we go.
and uh, that's that's a performance that we can't see. <laughs> there's like a kind of sheet on the glass, and there's little scratches. If we find something, a box to stand on, or some ladders, we could see over the 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 coverings on the glass, and we could see in. But I quite like not being able to see in. It's quite nice. Yeah, I think locking the door to a performance is quite cool. <laughs> Pretty bold move. Big, res big respect. And there's another exhibition where there's a black egg on a little shelf and I'm maybe going to ask the man about the black egg uh, soon alright, speak soon there was a girl that was in the performance and then the performance was kind of late for starting and she really needed to go to the toilet so she went to the toilet <laughs> And then when she came back, the door was locked and we worked out that her jacket and things must have been inside. So she's just kind of waiting outside the door. <laughs> and that's kind of funny, but also she was kind of like, yep, it was <laughs> my own fault. Oh, it's Reyes. Reyes, man. <laughs> I don't think he remembers me. <laughs> There's music coming in from in here. We want to try and find out where it is. Also, not fall over on the ice. How do we get to the music? Do we have to go round, in and round? Maybe we just go in there. Maybe that's the stage. Oh, goodness. Maybe we have to go in. Right. We're going to go in and round and see if we can f find the music. I, I would be scared that I would not get round to sending you an email <laughs> and then we wouldn't do it. But the time is now. Okay, let's do it. So, um, th I, I uh, have never seen a black egg before. Yeah. Is this your invention? No. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> you copy this from somewhere? No, it came out. There's a long story behind it on how I came up to this X. Because I first started walking adrift and finding birds, like checking out birds. And I. There are lots of crows here. Mm -hmm. um, they. All of this to say that basically the crows and the walking took me to thinking about the universe, but this was not meant to be about the universe, it was meant to make, be a reference to the birds. To okay. Those specific crows. So that's why I wanted to use a neck and uh, black, the black color. The black egg. But then I already had almost like set up the exhibition, and then I realized that there's like a. I was very stupid and didn't. Uh, realize that, but there's a really big mythological charge on the egg as an object. Like there's um, even from a scientific point of view. Yeah. For example, the Big Bang theory comes from originally comes from a theory in the 1930s when he uh, was a priest, but he was a physicist as well. Uh, oh really? Georges Le Lemaitre. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. But he comes up with this theory that he calls 
one of the names, because it has several, but one of the names is the Cosmic Egg. Uh, the Cosmic then, Egg. Yes. And then another uh, scientist, just as a joke, says, oh, so you mean this is like a Big Bang? Because it was... Sorry, I'm, my answer is too long. But then this guy thinks, okay, if the universe, if we say that the universe is constantly expanding, then we can go with the logic of thinking that there was a, if it's been expanding, there if we go back in time, then it, it has. It, we, if we go backwards, then we'll be shrinking. Yeah. So there must be a, a, a point, like a first point, first particle out of whatever, uh, and he calls it cosmic egg. But then there's also in different mythologies around the world the idea uh, of this cosmic egg where the universe is closed so oh. it's also a symbol of like fertility and uh, beginnings yeah yeah and one thing i would notice by going into this room mm -hmm. is that there's not there's not a lot of in the room mm -hmm. necessarily to look at yes but but then uh, upon reading the the pamphlet then that kind of reveals the things exactly so uh, I guess the question is: Is is, is do you do you think this room is empty or full? I think it's full. Yeah. You just said it. It's uh, <laughs> thought to be empty at first sight. It's also playing with the fact that you, know, you expect to come and see something that has been installed in a room. You're going to see what artists did. And how does that relate to? This egg, because this is the egg is the kind of only object mm -hmm. that you seem to have put there, like as an object, right? Yes. And everything else is sort of to do with the room. Mm -hmm. This half-open window, and thing, and the the paint and things, mm -hmm. were already there, mm -hmm. in some form. How how does it, like how does the fact that it's empty relate to the to the egg? The egg. I think it would. Everything is entangled, but you will be able to separate because at the end, everything is an object. It's not, yeah, of course, this is like the main object, we could say. Yeah. But the window is a window, the, the, the letters are letter, printed letters. Yeah. Um, I think it all responds more to an impulse of not necessarily making images. I come before from doing a job that is very image-based. What job was that? Uh, job work. Oh, like, like practice. Uh, practice. Yeah, okay. And my whole process during the Masters was like kind of purging myself and challenging of not necessarily going straight forward to recording a video. Um, I'm very interested in the state of attention. Especially when it comes to like, contemplation or introspection, so I really enjoy making exhibitions that kind of slow you down a bit and uh, must invite you to, okay, what if I stay here a bit longer, I can, and if I switch I, something or if I shift yeah. something, then I might, oh, this is nice, I can see it from another one. I, I felt like the experience of going in there was it kind of was nice because it was like active, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you go into a room and you see all the paintings, mm -hmm. you're like, it's easy in a way, you're like, 
oh yeah there's the paintings to look at and then you can look at them quite quickly and then leave but this was like you go in the room and you're like where is everything that was the idea I'm thinking yeah. it's like it's kind of like the universe having the same amount of matter at the mm. start as at the end mm. like it's just how like condensed it is and mm. in the egg it's all held together and then at the end there's like entropy and all the same amount of stuff is just spread out over space so the rooms may be like all the stuff is there but it's just like yeah surrounded by it's just spread out or yeah I'm also very interested in the idea of can sound a little bit romantic but also I'm pointing directly on the fact that we kind of as a species are a bit arrogant not to say not to go to the <laughs> not gonna do some new new era <laughs> lecture no no but I mean there's lots of stuff it's a stuff that we don't know and we will never ever know really fascinated by pointing that out yeah um, and I think everything that I do just says the same every over and over again um, so it's yeah you can think that this could be about the um, fathomability of the universe or something but at the same time we're already standing here in the freaking universe and it doesn't have to be any spectacular to make you think about wow the existence but okay, yeah. it's a window, it's an egg, it's common stuff that can like trigger. Yeah, I think there's a sense of mystery yes. with this and uh, I like more so than maybe if you see a sculpture and you don't know what it's about. Because mm. you're kind of forcing people to, to, to look at the mystery, you know, engage with the mystery right, rather exactly. than just having like a, here's an object of a... a a chicken with its head cut off and you're kind of like oh why you know that there's that's one type of mystery but then this mystery is like a mystery that you are more part of mm -hmm. as a viewer yes correct yeah i was saying it reminds me of like a point and click like the games that you play, like old computer games mm -hmm. where you're like you're in a room uh <laughs> like there's a box in the room. Okay. The key, like you need to like find the key, and then you have to like explore. Oh, okay, like this. Or like through text. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like this. Uh, yeah, first person. That yeah, you can, yeah, kind of that relates to your comment about mystery. Yeah. Usually these games are about that. Now you have to go and find something, and then you get the letter and have to read the text and go yeah. through it and find. And then you don't know like. Okay, I have already clicked everywhere, but I haven't found anything yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what this is like, yeah. Uh, all right, do you want to just say your name so I've got it on the... Yes, my name is Santiago Diaz. Santiago Diaz. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.